This is Jordan Edwards, and this is the Business Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Good afternoon. I'm here with a very special guest today, Neve Ross. Neve is an 11-year-old Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and mixed martial artist from Scotland, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> you are a very impressive young person, ready to take over the world. Uh, we became acquainted through the podcast, of which you're a fan, and also became a little bit more acquainted when you participated in my eight-week leadership development course that I run through my company, Mixology Clothing Company, called Mix You. And uh, I think you had a good experience. So looking forward to talking to you about that. But uh, before we get it off, maybe you could just introduce yourself. Um, hi, I'm Neve. I'm 11 years old. I'm from Scotland. I train jiu-jitsu, MMA, wrestling, and Muay Thai. Wow. That's incredible. Which was your first sport? Um, well, I kind of started wrestling and jiu-jitsu at the same time. Uh-huh. And... I just really, I really enjoyed it. And I think my first class was a wrestling class, but I think I did more jujitsu classes. More jujitsu. How old were you when you started? Um, I've, I just turned 10. Oh, wow. So this is uh, new in the past year for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does your father train in uh, martial arts? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> So how did you get into it? Well, I saw um so I saw like during lockdown I was watching wrestling uh-huh. as in WWE and I saw the athletes do um martial arts like they were in UFC uh-huh. and they did jiu-jitsu and I was like I really want to do that. <laughs> and so we found a place that we didn't think we were going to be able to find one because we were in the highlands of Scotland. And then we found a place and we wanted to give it a go. Well, I wanted to give it a go. And I just, I fell in love with it. So even in the highlands of Scotland, you could still find good martial arts. Yeah. That's amazing. And what's the name of your academy? HMAC, Highland Martial Arts Centre. Each math, cool. Yeah, I think I saw that on your uh, Instagram profile, <laughs> and you've been building quite the Instagram following yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what made you start wanting to uh, grow your influence on social media? Well, I saw like all these big names and stuff uh, that do jujitsu on Instagram, and that's like a really big platform for them. Um they're like (laughs) to showcase what they do and try to inspire others and I thought that that would be a good idea to give a try and it worked really well (laughs) it worked really well I think it's incredible (laughs) do you think it's um common like are many of your friends trying to build a platform for themselves on social media uh yeah a couple of my friends are on Instagram yeah they're really good at it too they're good at it too yeah really good Friends from jiu-jitsu or friends from school? Um, friends from jiu-jitsu. Friends from jiu-jitsu. That's pretty amazing. And um, have you fought in any competitions? Yeah, I have fought uh, um, one, two, three, uh, four competitions. Well, one of them two days. Wow. 
that's pretty impressive. So what, tell me about, uh, your passion for martial arts. You know, I know that you, uh, are, you're sponsored or supported by one fighting championship and (laughs) you've had the the president Yoda Chatri, uh, (laughs) commenting on your videos and your pictures, and you've had all these professional fighters who have supported you. Where does this passion come from? Well, um, like from doing jujitsu and like competing, like I was competing in the world championships and stuff. And, um, I was seeing like all these, um, people doing, um, stuff like Instagram and I saw one championship and I just like loved all the, um, all the values that they stand for. Um, and I thought that it was amazing and I just, I was so inspired by all of them. It is pretty incredible. And you made a really great video recently last <laughs> week, which I was happy to support. And you went out and found people who's who, what asking what their favorite fighters are. And you had one of the strongest men in the world supporting you. <laughs> and I supported you. Who edited, who edits your videos? You do that all by yourself? Um, well, I get my dad to help me. Oh, good. There he is. So he doesn't do jujitsu, but he can help edit the videos. <laughs> yeah, he's very good. Oh, that's good. He's a good good guy. And yeah. uh, that's do you have any siblings? I've got a brother. He also trains jujitsu and he also trains wrestling. Is he older brother or younger brother? Um younger. He's eight years old. <laughs> eight? Oh wow. <laughs> So going back to one championship, do you think that it's pretty amazing that you have the attention of the the CEO and founder of that company? He knows your name. <laughs> yeah, it's it's incredible. And I just think that all these people are so amazing. Yeah. And <laughs> like Chatri, he's like also he's also a martial artist. He's and oh. a successful businessman at the same time. Oh, yeah. So let's talk before we get into business. Let's talk about, you know, being a successful martial artist. What does being a martial artist mean to you? Being a martial artist, it's incredible because what I do every day, I'm basically in the gym all the time if I'm not at school. And it's so being in the gym, working hard, trying to inspire others and helping others and uh, I, and doing all like the one championship values. I think that that's really important in being a mixed martial artist. Yeah, it really is. And then the second thing you mentioned is, is business. You know, I have a, a business podcast. You know, most of my audience are not 11 or even teenagers. <laughs> most of my audience and people who care about business are older people like me. So what makes what makes someone who's in elementary school interested in business? Well, I think that like being a mixed martial artist, you all have to include business in just life. You have to think about loads of things and make decisions and you kind of need business to be a part of your career. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. And I think that you should be so proud of yourself that at such a young age, you're so driven to be thinking about that. 
and thinking about your brand and thinking about you used the word platform. I mean, I think that when I was your age, I didn't even know what a platform was. <laughs> and so that you've gone out and you've already began to create something for yourself. And to me, that is like the biggest investment you can make is when you invest in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I've really impressed with by you in, and, and many other people that are like you, but there are, most people aren't like you, most young people, is that you weren't scared to reach out to me and say, hey, I want to talk about business and jujitsu. I want to talk about martial arts and social media. Um, oftentimes when you watch the news or you read the newspaper, the commentators will say things like the next generation is spoiled or they are always on their phones or they, you know, they play video games. What do you think about that? Do you think that your generation is ready to take over or do you think your generation's lazy? I think our generation's definitely ready to take over. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. Although even though doing jujitsu, you still make time for um, like video games and stuff. <laughs> so tell me about your average day. What time do you usually wake up? When do you go to school? Kind of walk me through what a day in the life of Neve is, is like. So I wake up at eight because school starts at nine, an hour to get ready. And after school, um, I get ready. And sometimes I'll leave the house about four, go to the gym. Wow. Latest I'm in... The like four or five hours in the gym mm -hmm. and then come home and eat food and get ready for bed. Can I just chill for a while and go to bed? Got to do any homework in there? Uh, yeah, I have to fit homework in there. Sometimes it'll be last minute homework. Got loads of, <laughs> loads of homework. What are some of your favorite subjects and things to work on in school? Uh, <laughs> PE and break times are the best. <laughs> yeah, I have a bet. Um, one of the things that I love about jujitsu is it really helps me stay motivated to do all the things in my life. So, yeah. for example, when my when my job is over, instead of going and you know watching TV or eating unhealthy food, I leave the office and I go straight to jujitsu, and it keeps me really disciplined. And I feel like in a lot of other areas of my life, it help, helps me excel. Do you find the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really good being like in the gym as much as you can. It just makes me really happy being in the gym, surrounded by what I love doing. <laughs> I bet. Do you have um, a lot of friends your age that train? Yeah, I've got a couple friends from the gym, different ages, different mm -hmm. like rankings. Like they're all like amazing. Yeah. Couldn't ask for better friends. Yeah. So now let's talk a little bit about um, this program that I ran over the summer. Uh, I have a program I've been doing now for two years. It's called MixU, Mixology University. Um, it's mostly directed at my junior staff, the, people, the young men and women that work for me, mostly women, and, uh, and our customers. And most of them are based in the, the New York City metropolitan area. So people who live around New York City. Uh, but it's not, you know, we open up to everybody in, in the world. Um, 
and it's eight weeks and we talk about all things that happen in the fashion business. So we talked yeah. about social media, marketing, buying. We talked about core values. We talked about a lot of really kind of advanced leadership principles for young people, not typically as young as you. I would say the average age is probably um, 20 or 21. So you were on the, I think you were our youngest participant. But I'm interested to know, what were some of your observations from taking this program and hearing from some of these uh, executives and politicians and, and social media influencers? What, what, what did you think about this program? It was an amazing program. It taught me so much about marketing, social media, posting, like buying, selling. And it was, it was really nice. It was like an amazing program to do. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. It was so great having you. And uh, I was yeah, so impressed you. that you came. I really, really enjoyed it. It was one of the best things I did in the summer. Oh, that's so nice to hear. What kind of other things did you do in the summer? Um, I went to the World Championships in Jiu-Jitsu. Where, where were they held? Uh, Wolverhampton. And um, it was a 10-hour bus ride to get there. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, because we live in the Highlands. It's pretty um, a long like, amount of journeys to get to places, like yeah, competitions yeah. especially. Wow, that's, that's fantastic. Um, did anything stick out? Did you have any favorite speakers from the MixU program? Um, Sophie Sharp was good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, um, I really look up to her. She's amazing. Yeah, she's an amazing person too. Yeah, she's so nice and she's like <laughs> I can't speak like good enough of her. She's like one of the nicest people ever. Yeah. So just as a reminder to our listeners, Sophie Sharp is a friend of the podcast. She also participated in Mix You and Sophie Sharp I think now is a sophomore in high school and we first spoke when she was a freshman in high school on the podcast and just like Neve she is a member of the next generation who's coming up. She's a professional level jujitsu competitor, as well as being an honor student and taking her life, her career, her social media following very, very, very seriously. I think she's up to almost what 50 or 60,000 followers on Instagram and, uh, and just very, very consistent. You know, uh, I've been sponsoring Sophie now for the past year and a half from my company Mixology. And she has posted every single day on social media, every single day. She never, ever, ever misses a day. And I use her as a uh, case study. And when I'm teaching young people about what it takes to be successful, I tell them all about consistency and hard work and dedication and forget young people. Most people, even old people, have a very hard time being that consistent. So she's a very, very, very impressive person too yes. and a very good mentor for you. Who are some of your other... Uh, heroes and people that you look up to? Um, one championship people um, like Ong Lan Sang, Chat Chi, Danielle Kelly, Stamp Fairtex, Amber Kitchen, all these like one championship people are amazing. Yeah, one championship is amazing. And it's really a global brand too. Do you uh, ever watch the UFC? Yeah, I watch UFC sometimes. Yeah. Well, one of my teammates is fighting this upcoming weekend, Randy Brown. And so I wanted to wish him uh, a big success this weekend. 
And yeah, uh, good luck to him. Good. So what are some of your dreams? What do you hope to do with your life? Um, in the future, I really like hope to compete in like big events, like grappling events. Um like to travel to other gyms around the world and meet some of these people who I look up to. I think oh, that yeah. would I think that would be amazing. Have you ever traveled outside of the country? Uh, I traveled a couple places, but not really to gyms. I've tr- I've trained at a couple gyms. I've trained at HMAC. I've trained at Elgin, and also um, well. It's not really a gym, but it's the mat space at the Euros. <laughs> at the <world. laughs> very, very nice. Um, that's very, very good. So I know that you're sitting over there with your coach and your dad. I was wondering <laughs> if maybe first, maybe your coach would come and come on. His name's Phil, right? Um, yeah, my dad's just go get me out of the room, but oh. he's just going to get them. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I think it would be interesting to hear from them there. Uh, their perceptions of you and yeah. coaching you and being your dad. I'm sure they're yeah. very, very proud of you, right? Yeah, amazing dad, amazing coaches. <laughs> Does your mom like the martial arts? Um, she doesn't do martial arts either. And she, she um, gets a bit nervous watching me sometimes, I think. I bet. <laughs> but she, she's always there and she's great. She she does my hair before every class. She makes me feel better before competitions. She's always there. Oh, that's good. You have to have a good mom in yeah. order to, uh, to take care of you that way. That's beautiful. Yes. Oh, sounds like somebody's coming. Yep, someone's coming. <laughs> so, Neve, who are we talking to here? Um, this is Phil, my jiu-jitsu coach. Hey, guys. Phil. Hey, Jordan, how you doing? Absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, you, you I bet too, you're uh, quite proud of Neve for her accomplishments. It, honestly, her, so proud of her. Um. Her accomplishments in such a short space of time are genuinely astonishing, right? You know, we get a lot of new people through the gym and, you know, we've got a lot of fantastic fighters at HMAC up in Inverness. Um, <clears throat> and every now and then somebody really special comes through the door and you sort of get that feeling immediately. I'm, I'm sure you know, right, from years of training that, you know, there are some people that you look at and the way they move, the way they um, hold themselves both on and off the mats, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's those, those people are quite rare. And Neve is one of those people, a hundred percent, you know, and <clears throat> she's, um, she's achieved so much in such a little space of time, you know, she's got managed to get noticed by um, uh, a major sponsor by rain, rain clothing. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she's, she's winning competitions. She's inspiring other children and adults alike. So, you know, she's she's admired by our entire adults class, who she <laughs> rolls with and causes problems to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, <clears throat> it's going to it's going to keep me on the top of my game for sure. You know, as she gets older and stronger and faster. Um, <laughs> she's becoming a problem. One of the things that's so beautiful about martial arts and one of the reasons why I started this project, writing the book and starting this podcast was to connect the principles of business and jujitsu. And jujitsu has been such a uh, incredible force of growth for me 
And when I'm counseling and teaching young people, and when I say young people, I mean people in their teens and 20s and even into their 30s. And I'm teaching them about the principles of what it takes to be successful. Some Even people I've, I've coached and mentored in their 50s and 60s just don't have that natural ability that Neve seems to have to do something as simple as reaching out to me. Mm, 100%, you know, right? An, and it's an 11-year-old young person from the Scottish Highlands unafraid to use the power of the internet to reach out to some businessman in New York City. I mean, isn't that alone something that is so powerful? It's hugely powerful. And, you know, it's, it's a, I guess a lot of your listeners might be out there thinking, well, there's, there's going to be a driving force behind it, either a father or a coach or something. This is all Neve. Like she, <laughs> she started this. <laughs> and uh, it's a, it's a big snowball that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger every day. And, and it's, it's all down to her hard work and her dedication. Um, like you just said, both, both on and off the mats. It's, um, she works as hard off the mats as she does on. Um, her school grades are still <laughs> astonishingly good. Um, they're not dropping off at all, despite the amount of time she's giving, um, yeah. not just to herself and, and, and her practice of jiu-jitsu and, and, you know, moving into MMA and striking and that sort of thing, but also <laughs> to other people. You know, she's a, she's a real mentor for um, some of the, the younger fighters in the gym that really look up to her. Um, and, and she's making friends everywhere she goes and, and people want to train with her um and and you know be be taught by her so we, we've just started a girls only class um at hmac and um you know she's she's showing these uh young 20 something ladies you know how to how to correct their armbar technique and, and you know things <laughs> like that so it's, um, it's amazing that's amazing last weekend i was in berlin for the berlin marathon my wife was running i was the support crew uh, when I got to Berlin on Friday, 30 minutes after I landed, I was at a dojo. You know, I just hit, I, hit. I saw, yeah, that, and that was quite a, quite a race for her to do as well, right? Oh, yeah, and yeah. That and all that. And yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. And so I, I land in this jujitsu gym 30 minutes after I get to the city. I didn't have any connections. I didn't know anybody, but you know, I, I'm after 13 years of doing jujitsu, the, 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 I still get butterflies in my stomach when I show up to a new place, but I love it. I love calling those people. I love going on Instagram and saying, hey, can I come train? And I got to Berlin. And the, one of the interesting things to me is that I'm in Germany, but there was only one German on the mats. Everybody else did. One was Dutch. One was Australian. One was, you know, people were from all over the place. And um, I just find it amazing that because of jujitsu, we have this common language. You know, I have something in common with you, Neve, and we could get on you know, using technology, get on the internet and we can form these relationships and, and create a network that is, you know, it transcends just the location of where you are. Um, and I just find that to be a really powerful part of the jujitsu community. Yeah, I think, I think that's absolutely right. And, you know, it's, um, it, it transcends even the sport that we do as well, right? This is a, you know, it, I suppose it's a bit of a jujitsu cliche, but it, it is a lifestyle. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough that um, I, I work in London, but but live in the Highlands of Scotland. So I, I split my time, at mm. least pre-COVID, um, between the two cities. And you know, it's um, it, it's a really powerful thing to be able to to step onto the mats down in London with a, you know, a, a real smorgasbord of of different, um, you know, uh, uh, ethnicities and and abilities 
and social classes and all of that and all of that is set aside and everybody's equal and everybody is friends for life you know and they're as welcome up at hmac as as you know you were in berlin to a gym you'd, you'd never been before right so it's yeah. um it's a part of a really special thing and the fact that Neve is 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 able to reach out across the Atlantic and um, <laughs> you know make make friends all over the world. <laughs> it is uh, it's quite it's quite impressive, Neve, and uh, I hope you understand the significance. So you will for, certainly as you get older, but I just never ever lose that. And the fact that at such a young age you you're getting the attention of so many amazing people amongst our sport at the highest, highest, highest levels is something to really be proud of. So we're very proud of you. I could tell Thank the coaches you. too. And uh, any closing words, uh, Phil? I, I'd love to talk to Neve's dad and hear what uh, he has to say. <laughs> um, hey, no, I mean, listen, just thanks very much, Jordan, for inviting Neve on. Um, I'm certainly not going to take any credit for that at all. This is all <laughs> this young lady here. Um, but yeah, if you're ever over in, in Scotland, then please look us up. You're welcome to come on the mats anytime. Uh, and it'll be, it'll be great to have a role with you. I absolutely want to. I, I made some friends from uh, the UK this past weekend at the marathon. They live in Manchester and we were conspiring to plan a trip. So <laughs> hopefully next year I'll make it over, do some training. A lot of good gyms down in Manchester. Yeah, That'll be, that'll that'll be a good. difficult role. <laughs> <laughs> they all are. <laughs> yeah, aren't they just? <laughs> great. Well, great meeting you, Phil. And uh, Neve, what's your dad's name? Um, Ali, <laughs> he, um, his full name is Alistair, but Ali. Yeah. Alistair, okay, Ali. <laughs> Ali, come on, come on over here if you, uh, We're going to bring him out for you. <laughs> Good to meet you, Jordan. Thanks a lot. Hey, pleasure. <laughs> here he comes. Hey, Ali. Hey, how's it going? What do you what do you have to say about your daughter over here? Are you blown um, away by her? Uh, amazed daily. She surprises me every single day. Um, the things that she's doing and the things that she's achieving is is quite unbelievable, really, for for an eleven year old. She only started this maybe slightly over a year ago, and I think, like Phil said, it's just been like a a snowball effect, and it's just gathering pace all the time. Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine that she inspires even you. You know, sure. to say to challenge your own uh, beliefs and what you think is possible to go after. Daily, daily. So if I face challenges and something that I'm not sure of doing, or I, I have to think about the things that Neve's doing and the things that Neve's facing and the things that she's able to accomplish. And I kind of have to put that aside and say, right, okay, I, I can, if she can do this, I can do this. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. Very oftentimes I have, uh, I'll be coaching or counseling a young person who wants to go into business. And they'll come into my office and they'll sit down and they have some idea. You know, they want to do something. I want to start a t-shirt business. I want to be a realtor. I want to be a real estate investor. Just something that they, they want to do. And they say, well, what do I do to start? And oftentimes I'll say, you just have to start. Like go on Instagram and just start reaching out to people that you admire that do that. Yeah. And I would say that in the very high 90%, maybe 98, 99% of people, they never even get that far. They never even get to the point of putting themselves out there to even try to have the conversation. And what's so impressive about what Neve's done just in this case is uh, it never even occurred to her that's what she shouldn't do. Right, Neve? I mean, it didn't even occur to you yeah. not to do it. I think you just said, yeah. oh, I see all these people I admire doing it, and you did it. 
yeah, because I, I get this. Uh, she comes up to me and she's like, oh, I messaged Jordan Edwards. I'm like, you won. <laughs> and then uh, she explains that she's maybe going to try and get on the podcast and stuff. So like Phil has said as well, Neve drives this. There's, there's absolutely nobody pushing her. And I think that makes it even more inspiring. She's so committed to what she's trying to do. And I, I've no doubt she'll achieve whatever, whatever she wants to. Yeah. So, yeah, a special young lady. Phenomenal. Well, uh, I know we're all extremely proud of you, Neve, and uh, it's an honor to meet your coach and your dad. And uh, the, the the trick is, you just can't give up. You just have to keep doing what you're doing and never let it get, you know, cocky or a big head. You just have to yeah. keep your head down and train every single day and and keep that hard drive because um, it's perishable. If you don't keep doing it, it goes away. It's not like I did it yesterday or I did it two months ago. It's you have to just keep doing it. I think that's something I've heard her say when she's spoken about Sophie Sharp is consistency. Yeah. That's something that she's definitely picked up from Sophie. Yeah, Sophie's um, amazing at that. Yeah. She is. Uh, I use, like I said before, I use Sophie Sharp as the case study when I'm coaching hundreds of different people across my companies. Um, when we had our leadership development program this summer and Sophie came on, I told, we had 240 participants this summer taking the leadership course and I said, this uh, young person, Sophie, who is only at the time she was a freshman in high school, doesn't miss a day. Every day, wake up, train, wrestling practice, jujitsu practice, class, A plus student, still has time to build her brand. And it just like Neve, it never occurred to Sophie that she shouldn't have sponsors. It never occurred to her she shouldn't be reaching out to CEOs. It never occurred to her that she shouldn't be on podcasts. And so, I find that to be just absolutely incredible because so, you know, the, the, con the conventional thinking amongst the media, at least, is that this generation, you know, the new generation is lazy. The new generation doesn't want to work. The new generation just wants to play video games and wants NFTs. But that's not ever been my experience. I, my whole experience has been young people who want to change the world and, are, are, and they're not waiting to even get done with school. You know, I think when you and I were growing up, Allie, it was like, when I finish school, I'm going to do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It, it wasn't now, even an option. Neve's not waiting, <laughs> which is so cool. Yeah. And that's that is that, that's the whole thing. I think that's one of the reasons she finds um, lights of chat. She's so inspiring because that was his whole thing. He wanted, he wanted to change the world. I think his mom had always said to him about uh, one day he was going to change the world. And Neve's really sort of embraced that. And that, that sort of thing really inspires her. To, so to see her run with it, I've, I've got no doubts. That, yeah. Yeah. She's making us all very proud, that's for sure. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, Neve, is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap up today's podcast? Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you think about it, I'm going to share my screen. And I'm going to show your... Instagram. Now, for us in the US, your name is pronounced Neve, but it's spelled N I A M H Ross dot BJJ. So it has a, uh, a different spelling than how we pronounce it here in the States. Yes, um, it's um, Scottish Gaelic. Scottish Gaelic. And I'm also going to share a couple of your sponsorships here. So you have a sponsor called rain clothing 
Yeah, rain. We got to hook you up with some mixology clothing too, but I don't want to, if they're already <laughs> helping out, we'll, we'll support them too. So here's rain clothing. Is this a martial arts brand? Um, yes, martial arts. Yeah. So uh, rain clothing UK on Instagram, R-A-I-N-E clothing UK. Hit them up. Please support them too. Yes. And then of course we can't forget your academy. Let's go over here to Highlands Martial Arts Center, HMAC, H-M-A-C dot I-N-V-E-R-N-E-S-S, Highlands Martial Arts Center, where you train under Coach Phil. And, and um, my other coach is also Ross Houston. Okay, cool. Owner. Yeah. Great. Well, I hope that we could do this again and we'll uh, we'll follow your journey. So, you know, maybe in another couple months, sometime in the middle of the next year, we can catch up and you can give us a little update on where you are in your life yeah. and building your brand. And uh, and just know that we're all very, very proud of you. And Thank you're you. on your way to building a really amazing business network and a martial arts network. And uh, don't let anybody ever tell you that you can't do something amazing just because you haven't finished school yet. <laughs> all right. Thank well. you for having me. It was a pleasure, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Please say goodbye to your dad and to your coach for me. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>